Welcome to the Michael Yu Podcast. We have a very special guest, Jovi Desapetta. <laughs> did I do that right? Yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Good. Okay. Hello. Hi. Hi, everyone. Uh, so Jovi is a realtor from our office. Uh, Jovi, why don't you start with uh, just a brief information about yourself, please. Uh, okay, so a little bit about me. So born in the Philippines, mm-hmm. uh, moved to Winnipeg when I was 10 years old, um, went to school, uh, did structural engineering mm-hmm. as my education, my second degree education, worked for two years. And then 2008 hit. Right. And then I ended up like um, obviously losing my job. And then throughout that time, I had to look for another job. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what ended up happening was uh, I ended up getting into bartending and serving. And mm. then um, obviously had to pay for my house that I recently purchased. Right. And then also my car and all the essentials. Mm-hmm. This is in Winnipeg. This is in Winnipeg. Yes. yes. And then what ended up happening? Then after that, we. Ended up like working in the bartending service industry. Okay, this is you. This is just yourself. Yeah, this is just me. Um, and then this whole entire time, um, I was uh, I ended up meeting a partner. His name is Lewis. Yeah, I've met Lewis. Yeah. Yeah, and then we had an opportunity to come to Vancouver. Okay. For his master's for architect at UBC. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, and then at this time though, like I ended up like actually selling my house already, mm. and then selling my car. And so it was like a perfect time for me to get out of Winnipeg because yeah. growing up in Winnipeg, there wasn't really much opportunity that I thought I would want to be in. Right. So after that, um, we had the opportunity, came to Vancouver five years ago, uh, just packed our bags uh, with the luggages, went over here, no place to live. Wow, no place to live. No, no so place did you live. drive here with all your stuff? Uh, we just took, we, took our, we took a plane. Yeah, you did. We, okay. we just had one luggage each, right. and we were Airbnb hoteling for about a month. Oh wow! Yeah. Just finding a place. So you're yeah. just kind of like just winged it. Yeah, just winged it like a like a stick and a sack at the back. <laughs> pretty much, like pretty much, because like during that time in Winnipeg, I was really like um, I just knew there was nothing there for me anymore. Right. Especially like feeling defeated that losing your career that you thought you were gonna be in for the rest yeah. of your life. Right. And then ended up just not having it. It just kind of felt like I was, what else am I going to do now? Right. So I had an opportunity from the Winnipeg and actually during that time in Winnipeg. Come to Vancouver. Oh, from Winnipeg oh, uh, to Yeah, from Winnipeg to Vancouver. During that time in Winnipeg, I was actually taking my real estate course already. Oh, okay. I just got the books. Mm-hmm. And then that opportunity knocked on our doors with Lewis coming here. Right. Returned everything. Returned everything. Yeah. And then came here. And then, yeah, we ended up uh, finding a place in the West End and stayed there ever since. Yeah, so that was five years ago. Yeah, five years ago. That's pretty amazing. You know, I, I always, you know, I always love the fact when people kind of just like take a big risk. Yeah. And so what was that decision making? What was that process like to make that decision to make, to take that big risk? Was it, did, was it well thought out? Did you hum and haw? Or did you just know right away that this was something that you had to do? Yeah, I think I, I just knew right there and then that it was the right thing to do for me. Um, I've always wanted to get out of Winnipeg. I didn't okay. really expecting to go to Vancouver first. Right. Vancouver was out of my mind. Like I was okay. expecting to go to Calgary at least. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's more practical living costs. Right. Like, you know, job wise. Mm-hmm. But actually hearing the hearing him getting the opportunity, I was working at the restaurant, and yeah. the first thing I said was like, "Well, I'm just moving right away, straight up, straight yeah. up." Which restaurant were you working at? I was working for Joey's restaurant. Oh, in in Winnipeg. Yeah, in Winnipeg. Oh, okay. So that's and and is that so? Joey worked at Joey's when I first met him. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah, so, yeah like long, long ago. Yeah. So, um, so five years ago, moving from Winnipeg. So, what's your? That's really tough because you know. So Jovi's like similar to me. We're from the Philippines, yeah. and so you know, 
very family oriented, mm-hmm. like extraordinarily yes. family oriented. Yes. Wasn't that difficult to just you know leave the family? Was that hard? Uh, it was. It was very very hard to do because I knowing that coming here, like we didn't know anybody. Right. Like we had no family here. Like mm-hmm. literally, like starting from scratch mm-hmm. and having to leave a, such a huge family back home. Yeah. Do you have a lot of big family? Yeah, we have tons. Like pretty much all of our family from the Philippines have already migrated to Winnipeg, so they're pretty much all there. Right. But it was. It was hard at the same time I knew I had to do it because if I wanted to grow and actually succeed in the things that I wanted to do, I had to take that risk Yeah, and yeah, sacrifice sure. that whole being a part of family. Mm-hmm. So that was a hard part, but I think at the same time was kind of you had to do it. Yeah. yeah. What do you, who do you miss the most or what do you miss the most about the family? Uh, the kids growing up. Yeah. I think the most so important So this is your brother and si- your brothers yeah. and sisters. You have how many brothers and sisters do you have? So I have a brother who's the middle the middle child right. and then I have a sister who's the eldest. Mm-hmm. The queen of the family. Yeah. <laughs> she runs the whole thing. Right. Um, so my sister has three kids, three mm-hmm. young kids. The first one is about two. The eldest is about uh, eight. Yeah. And then my brother has two girls as well. Oh, wow. Okay. So they're pretty much growing up without me. And that's the hardest part because I like kids a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And being apart for your nieces and your parents right. and your sisters and seeing them grow and not see that. Yeah. It's pretty hard. But Why do you like kids? Is there something specific? Um, I don't know. I think it's just because I was always thrown to be the babysitter. <laughs> I was like, you're babysitting. I'm right. like, okay, sure. I guess yeah. I'll throw off my day, but I'm babysitting. But yeah, right. I think it just grown to me that... Knowing how to processly take care of diapers, mm-hmm. feed them, and all the stuff mm-hmm. kind of grow to me and just kind of like yeah. enjoy doing it. Do you think you'd ever want kids, Joey? Yeah, we yeah. do. Yeah. We'll probably do. But for us, it's like more of like setting expectations, setting timing. Right. Like we don't actually jump into things right away. We yeah. have to make sure that economically is it the right thing to do. Right, for sure. Or is it timely? Yeah. Or our household, like, uh, is it, do we have space for it? Yeah. So we're very practical. Very practical that and, way. And that, planning. Yeah. yeah, and planning. So obviously yeah. coming from that, you know, family base in Winnipeg and then making that big transition to Vancouver. So you mentioned that you were living out of Airbnbs to get some yeah. <laughs> Bring us to the journey, and were you you weren't licensed as a realtor yet? No, no. no. So you were still working at. You just transferred into Joey's in Vancouver. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, so yes, so I actually didn't transfer to Joey's right away. I wanted to do something else. So okay. The first while we were staying at the Airbnb in South Marine, uh, South Granville, on like forty nine. Okay. I would t- I took the bus and then dropped off at Drake and uh, Drake and. Drake and Homer, okay. and I walked to every single restaurant that I want to apply in with oh, okay. a pair of shoes and another one in my bag, just for walking purposes and dress purposes. Right. Uh, and then I ended up back at Joey's, actually, because they offered me a better position. Mm. And I just figured, like, why go to the whole route of going, starting from scratch again and right. trying to go to where I used to be at Joey's. So yeah. I decided to go back to Joey's again. And then... And you worked at the Bentall, Joey's yeah. the one. So it's yeah. a... Bentall's in the financial district of Vancouver mm-hmm. in, in downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So during that time, um, over a year I was working there, my goal was I wanted to get into real estate as soon as possible. So after mm-hmm. working for a year at Joey's and saved up enough money, um, I took on the course uh, right. in September. Mm-hmm. And I did the exam in December. Oh, wow. So it was really quick. Yeah, yeah. very, yeah. very quick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was determined to just, okay, let's get this going. I want my career to start. Because right. I've done civil engineering already. That didn't work out for me. I tried to take nursing for a semester. That didn't work out for me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, real estate was my last, last drop, pretty much. Mm-hmm. 
So after... So why was real estate the... What was the draw? Why real estate? Um, well, for me, like, I've always been interested in design, structures, and that's what yeah, from engineering. Yeah, civil engineering, yeah. right. And creativity and just um, being just being able to find a way to make money faster, I guess, in, mm-hmm. per se. Right, than um, just working as an employee, right? Yeah, exactly. And I've always wanted to be like kind of have my own thing, like build my own system, right. like build something that I can say that I built on my own. Because mm-hmm. coming from a family where pretty much if you come from the Philippines and you come to Canada, you either become a, you work in a factory mm-hmm. or you work in a nine to five job yeah. and you're stuck and you're, right. that's it. Like I want something bigger. I wanted something where I can say to my family that I've done something mm. for my life um, right. that I've achieved. Mm-hmm. So um, after that, it's just, uh, it just became that I wanted to find a way to just be able to grow myself and just, you know, be in the industry. Yeah. So, and also people were actually at the restaurant while I was working at Joey's, they were like, you should be in real estate. I'm like, what's real estate? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Like, you'd be good at it. Like, <laughs> right. you, you, talk, you talk to people a lot, you're mm-hmm. very charismatic, you're, you smile a lot. Just right. Think, I'm like, I don't know what that is. Right. And then I did some research and kind of like figured it was buying and selling real estate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So, that's a big transition, obviously. So, you were a bartender, right, at, yeah. uh, at Joey's? So, uh, Joe was bartender at Joey's. Uh, I actually saw him on his last shift. Yeah. <laughs> How ironic. That was so ironic. Yeah. I was like, this is my last day and I see Michael here, yeah. the person I'm going to work for, work with at the right. company that I wanted to work at the company for. Yeah. So, let, let's, so obviously, you're really motivated. You, you did the course in three months. And typically, people will do them in anywhere between six and maybe a year or more. Yeah. Uh, I know agents that have taken over a year to complete mm-hmm. their licensing. So you did, you're really motivated to get started. So what, tell us about the start of your business. Tell us about the start of, uh, of like, was it, how, what was it stressful? Like what was, what was going on? Um, it was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much like you, I felt so lost. I felt so confused and papers were just getting slammed in front of me. Oh, sign this, sign this. I'm like, what is this stuff? Like right. there was no, um, um, I guess holding hands in general. Mm-hmm. So first I went to a, a brokerage that I joined. Um, first it was cheap and mm-hmm. I decided to go with them because a colleague of mine said it would be a great opportunity for you to learn. So I right. went there. And then being in there, I just felt like right off the bat, like I felt like I wasn't getting anywhere. Okay. Um, I did do my first deal within, so fe- I think February, March. Oh, wow. My okay. First deal right away. Wow. In the first few months. Yeah. It was actually a, cli- a, a regular of mine at the bar. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's great. A very, very awesome guy that I met at the bar who's been there every single time. And he ended up becoming my first deal and bought a, uh, a nice property in Yeltan. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Wow. And then... Okay. And then so I did that, and then when I got my deal, I was like, what? That's crazy. It was a 730 split. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for the amount of work that I've done, and with no guidance at all, and right. just kind of going off the bat of reading things and doing it all on my own, and mm-hmm. then take a 30% split of it, right. it didn't really make sense to me, mm-hmm. with no guidance at all, Yeah, and no support. So very beginning, it was very, very hard. It yeah. still is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very difficult, because there's a lot of information. Right. Um, but ever since I did that first deal and I was looking at open and you guys were starting to post up your videos, right? I said, like, I want to be in this, I want to be in this company. Like, this okay. company resonates everything about me. Right. Like what I'm looking for and the style, the crowd, I was creeping on your website a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, I, uh, seven, eight months of being at that brokerage, I, I left and joined open. 
So was there like, an, was there a decision process for you um, for that brokerage change? Did you like, um, you know, did you or did you just know that you know you wanted to be it uh, uh, with Oakland? Uh, well, one was it's convenient because right. I live in the West End yeah. and the the office was on Sixteenth and Oak, so right. it was super super close compared to a forty five minute drive all the way to South Yeah, drive. right at the time. Uh, so it's far, and then also. Um, I talked to some of the agents that recently like, signed up with you guys. Right. Um, Sarah Griffiths is one of them, so thank yeah. you, Sarah. <laughs> uh, Sarah's we, awesome. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, we sat down and talked about it and just kind of discussed and how it is, what's it like. And then I just kind of like, yeah, I think it's the right one for me. And then I think I contacted or texted Morgan or you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think you met, uh, I think you met Morgan, Morgan and then yeah. me afterwards just to... Um, and you know what? It was really it's really good because you kind of you, you did a bit of a plunge. So yeah. <laughs> basically, um, can you share a little bit about that? Uh, the plunge about because I think you you just quit. Uh, you know, you quit your steady job that you had, and then you just like went to real estate full time. You took a bit of a risk. Right? Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. did. I did a huge huge risk, and I was like, I'm ready to go. I just want to get this going because for me. I was starting to hesitate like working at the restaurant because the older I get, I figured the younger the crowd gets and right. it just kind of doesn't match anymore. Okay. Um, so I just took a plunge right away and just jumped right in, but I didn't realize how expensive this industry is. Yeah, for sure, right? So yeah. I had I had savings and it was depleting really right. fast. Yeah. And I was like, oh man. And then um, I took the risk of just jumping in and I used that risk. I'm like, okay, well, if you're gonna take this way, you better you better full steam ahead, man. Like right. you better like hustle yeah. your way through and just right. do your best to get going. Because yeah. this is the last job for you. It's mm-hmm. not like you can well, you can't come back to Joey's, which I actually did for a bit. Right. Um and yeah, just went dove right in. Yeah. So yeah, starting with us, so how long has it been now, Jovi? It's been like... Yeah, I actually hit my third year in November. Third year, yeah. oh my gosh, three years. Three years That's of crazy, yeah. hey? Like, time goes by so fast. Yeah. Now you're blonde. <laughs> <laughs> it's my first time doing it. I've never done this before. Yeah. I won't do it again. Oh, no, it looks good. It looks good. Oh, you, know, no, you know, it's funny. Like, normally... Um, I think pre-colors her hair in the summertime, but yeah. not in the... Well, I guess you were doing the other... <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it out. Yeah. Something new. 2020 right. is coming up, and I've never really colored my hair before, so why the hell not? Yeah, no, that, that's good. So <laughs> it's been three years. So what? So tell us about the first three years in the business. So like, you know, you're, so let's start with, you know, year one with Oakwin. So obviously it was, you know, hard. It was so very yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. So like, why don't you share a little bit about that? It was very, very hard. Like, it was a lot of learning for sure. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of learning and just mindset because Mm -hmm. this industry, you know, like you have to learn so much, but at the same time, there's also financials you got to think about. Right. It was very difficult to sleep sometimes at night. Yeah. yeah, Because like the fear of having to go back to Winnipeg was the most like the, like this, like the scariest part for me. Because I didn't want to be the typical person who like, no disrespect to people that have to go back. It's just yeah. like, I didn't want to be that. You didn't want to bounce back and go home yeah. with your tail between your legs in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And feel defeated that you didn't, you didn't accomplish anything yeah. for me. So it was very hard, very difficult. Um, I did learn a lot, a lot and I'm still learning now. Mm-hmm. Um, my first year with Oakwin was, um, it helped me a lot for sure. Um, through guidance from yours, Arlene, Morgan, mm-hmm. and, just, you have a really great group of friends around you. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I when I moved here, I always said to myself, 
this is a fresh start. Mm-hmm. Bring good people in your life. Okay. Rather than bringing the same people that you had back in Winnipeg. Mm. So start off fresh with no drama. Right. Keep the good people that will be positive around you and just mm-hmm. leave the other ones behind and don't even like be part of that. Did you read that somewhere? Or did you did you just like it was just came like as an epiphany? It was just an epiphany for me, right? Because uh, growing up in Winnipeg, I was heavily bullied, like heavily bullied. Oh, really? Uh, through elementary, high school, obviously just difference. Uh, for say, fob, mm-hmm. uh, fresh off the boat. Some people right. don't know who yeah. that is. Um, <laughs> right. Going to a city um, where I'm the only Filipino. Well, every Filipino that I know are born there. Right. Um, at that time when I was there, so mm-hmm. I was heavily bullied and also. Being gay is just mm-hmm. obviously affected that more too. Yeah. So I was heavily, heavily bullied. I didn't really have a lot of friends in Winnipeg. Mm. Fridays were the worst. I hated Fridays. Oh, yeah? Because Fridays, especially in high school, everybody would go, oh, let's go to the mall and hang out. Let's go to the movies. And mm-hmm. like, Fridays, I'm like, ah, what am I going to do? Oh, no. I spend with my parents yeah. again, like reading yeah. Bible or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Or like, I don't want to be with my dad because my dad should like, well, chill with my uncles and just drink. And I don't mm-hmm. even drink that much. So right. I, there's like there's no there's no connection mm-hmm. with me with being on a Friday night. It's yeah, just, it was tough. So man, especially being young, you feel yeah. like yeah, yeah, it was very very tough. And obviously, I wasn't a popular kid. Right. So it was Friday was very tough. And uh, growing up in Winnipeg, it just it wasn't what I wanted to. It wasn't the group of friends that I was looking for. Yeah. So what do you mean? Well, like it's just like the group of friends that I was I wanted that were. Um, heavily just always going out and right. not really think about their future. Mm, yeah. I was more of like really that determined to like look at my future and what I wanted to do. Like right. I would try taking a year off after high school to see yep. what I wanted to do and right. it didn't last. I ended up like lasting half a month, half a, six months. Okay. And I went back to college right away. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. And, and this is to go to structural engineering. Yeah, go yeah. to structural engineering right. because all my buddies were all partying and I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, that's not me. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm wasting my time, I'm wasting my money. Right. And this stuff, I could be doing something else. So mm-hmm. I skipped all that and just jumped into college. But yeah. yeah you bought real estate pretty young then. Yeah. yeah. So I graduated uh, college at age of 21, I believe. Right. And then I made some bad decision of buying this property. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You know what? Uh, Probably best, you know, these, mist- like these lessons, maybe we can share and talk about the lessons learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, you bought a property. Yeah, I bought a fixer-upper property. It was a mm-hmm. very, very bad, uh, in- well, not a very bad investment, but a very bad um, uh, decision that I made. Mm-hmm. But I've learned a lot through it. And yeah. it actually ended up um, uh, doing me better in the future. Okay. So I bought this investment property completely need to be renovated. This is in Winnipeg? This is Winnipeg. Yeah. Guys, it was $45,000. Okay. It Dude. was five bedrooms. <laughs> oh, nice. 1,800 square foot home. Okay. Five bedrooms, and it just needed a full-on renovation. Right. So um, I ended up renovating it and put twenty k in it, mm-hmm. and then I ended up selling it before coming to Vancouver at twenty three twenty four, mm-hmm. and I ended up selling for hundred k Okay, so you made a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. It so that's not a bad decision. It's not oh, a bad yeah, decision. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it was in the beginning. Also, well, did you do yeah. all the repairs yourself, or did you? Um, I hired a contractor for the major stuff, like mm-hmm. um, refinishing the floor, right? Um, but all the little things that I can do myself, like painting, yeah, I'd be doing that. So weekends would be that was my job, like yeah. Monday to Friday at my structural engineering, right? And then weekends was that painting and fixing that house, yeah. 
So well, that's a great experience, right? Mm-hmm. To like pick up a paintbrush or to pick up a hammer and nails and yeah. pick up a even just cleaning a site, cleaning up the site for yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. It's it was it was it was a, a huge learning curve mm-hmm. for me for sure. Um, obviously, decision and the impact that you make is very important. So right. I learned that on the hard way, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think I ended up like gaining from it through the hard work that I provided to this house and actually mm-hmm. made me more money than I thought it would be, which led me to be debt zero at 23 after 23, 24 after college. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So, so you bought real estate young, you flipped your, your you flipped a property essentially before yeah. coming to, to, to Vancouver. That's a lot yeah. of experience. That's, a, that's quite a bit of experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's huge. And that's kind of my first um, initial step to real estate. I'm like, right. Uh, this can be actually either yeah, good for consumers and clients like myself yeah. or for a business in the future. Right. That's awesome. So, you know, so, Take us through the. So, and you have a good group of, of friends around you at the office, like a good good community. I know you're yeah. friends with like everyone, <laughs> maybe one of the most popular agents in our office. So yeah, yeah, and you you've really cultivated a great group around you, right? Like Chris and Trina and yeah. Sarah and the and the gang. Yeah. So how's the how are those relationships? Uh, those relationships are amazing. Like I've met so many great people at this office, um, and constantly always in, um, connected with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me. It's not an issue just meeting someone. For me, it's like I, I strive on that. Right. Like that lady that I just expect, uh, told you today, my yeah. landlord who just signed up with Oakland. Right. When, when she told me she signed up with Oakland, the first thing I said, to him, I said to her was, why don't you come to the party and meet people? Like mm-hmm. I'll introduce everybody. Like mm-hmm. I'm very open. Yeah, you're, you're like extraordinarily friendly. That's yeah. like something that's pretty, yeah. Well, I think it's because too, like being bullied, like why? Yeah. Why do, you know what I mean? Like why pull someone and treat them like crap right. when you don't really have to? So for me, I think being able, and that comes back to being able to bring the good people around you and mm-hmm. just, you know, be friends with them and keep the drama away. Yeah. So for me, to keep that friendship and being friends with those people is just, I think it's a blessing. Definitely. Yeah. So when you were being, I don't want to take you back into the, you know, the dark times, but like, you know, so was it like a physical thing? Was it an emotional thing? It oh, was, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, my God. Physical and emotional. Like, there was times when um, they would follow me right in front of my door at my at our house. Wow. And there was an incident one time where there were six of them right in front of my house, and they were just shoving me in front of my door. And luckily, my brother came out, opened the door, and right. just kind of like smacked one of them over the head. I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? And like this is out of property, and it was yeah. that intense. Wow! So it was it was hard. It was hard living in mm-hmm. for me. I think. Yeah. Right. But yeah, there's like even at school too as well. Mm-hmm. When um, someone would hit my binder, and then mm-hmm. they'll just kick it, and it'll flow like oh, yeah. flew like right. down the stairs. And yeah. It was like, and when you're that age, you just like you're so sensitive too, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. It was yeah. hard. Like, yeah. It was very very hard. Right. You know, th- there's this. So there's this. Uh, I guess I don't know if it's a saying or if it's statistically true, but. You know, the top CEOs in, you know, the Fortune 500 CEOs, the top, like, leaders yeah. and in a lot of industries, um, you'd expect them to be kind of the bully, the, the top, like, football athlete, but it's mm-hmm. actually the bullied, it's the victim yeah. <laughs> that's always the one that's actually, um, you know, that, that actually kind of rises to the top because they can be empathetic to everybody yeah. in an organization yeah. because they've been and felt lesser than and felt at the bottom. I so agree. It's so yeah. true. Yeah. But I think it's also because too, is like, it's a sense of like, I'm going to fucking be better than you. I'm going to see you 
where you are now and right. I'm going to strive to be the best that I can be because I'm better than that. And yeah. I don't know. It's just always been something for me that I always talk about in like my dreams and being bullied and going mm-hmm. over them and just being more, being better who I am before and just achieving those things that I wanted to achieve and just kind of slapping me in the face and like, thank you so much for bullying me. Right. Um, I'm here where I am now. That is, you know, that's really inspiring, Jovi. And I think like, you know, a lot of, the fact that you had the bravery to be able to to come to Vancouver and and start a life and you know start a business when you don't know a single person <laughs> in yeah. town you know and real estate is such a people oriented business you don't know anybody mm-hmm. and you start a real estate business which is yeah. basically a, a people focused business but um, yeah it's just it's pretty it's pretty amazing it's you know? it's crazy I didn't really I didn't really see myself like. If I was looking at this like maybe 10, 5, like 15 years ago, mm-hmm. I would never see myself in Vancouver right, and starting yeah. my own business, especially coming from, again, like a family where I'm the only one who went to school, Yeah, went to college. What, are your, uh, what did your parents do and what did your brother and sister do? Uh, so my, my, bro, my parents are both seamstress in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister is just a home stay home mom. Mm-hmm. And then my brother actually moved to Edmonton and now he's a uh, shipping department manager mm-hmm. at a um, a steel company or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And so like you, you were the, you know, you got your d- degree and mm-hmm. yeah. And you, and now you're running your own business. That's, you know, they must be really proud of you. Jovi, are they? Uh, I, well, typical Filipino, they don't yeah. really show <laughs> No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. They don't say they don't anything like all. that. No. It's like, it's rare when they say I love you. But I always oh, try no. to say, like, I try to force my mom when we're FaceTiming together. I'm like, I love you. And like, she'll <laughs> say it once in a while. I'm like, oh, she actually yeah. said it. But yeah, yeah my pre- I'm sure they are. I'm sure they're very, very, um, they're proud of me, but they don't show it. Yeah. Um, I think the most, um, I've noticed that them proud of, being proud of me is when they come here and visit. Mm-hmm. And they don't nag me or say anything. Right. And they come go for walks in the Stanley Park. It's like, Jovi, it's so nice over there. Did you see that? I'm like, yeah, yeah I see that every day. Like, right. Yeah. Um, whenever they're here and they enjoy their, the city that I'm living in, mm-hmm. I think that's the most, uh, that, that's the most I see them being proud of me is because where I am now and yeah. they actually don't say anything anymore. Right. They don't <laughs> nag anymore. Yeah. So it's kind of like. Okay. Well, it's funny because from a cultural perspective, right? Like, you know. Obviously, coming here when you're 10 years old, it's a totally different culture. Yes. How, and was, that, was there a shock for you? Oh, yeah. It was a yeah. huge shock. It was a huge, huge shock. Um, I remember the very first day of my class uh, in elementary. I was in grade five. My uncle dropped me off to the office. Right. And then um, my, the, the principal took me to class, and the, class, the teacher was like, okay, class, get up. We're going to French class. And here I am, lick of English, don't know. Yeah. And my first class is French. Right. So I was like, what? And so I stand in the corner crying because yeah. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. But it was a huge culture shock. Mm-hmm. And I think that also led to being bullied, don't mm-hmm. know anything. Um, and also just seeing how different it is here. Right. Because coming from the Philippines, I came from a farm. Like mm-hmm. I grew up around animals, going to yeah. mountains, and everything right. was grown organically. Yeah. And here it's all like laid out in front of you. Mm-hmm. But I also, at the same time, I kind of saw the huge opportunity that I can do in this country. Right. Compared to being back home, where yeah. the age limit of working is like 20 plus. After right. 30, you're kind of cut off. Mm. So 
I did notice like a huge culture difference, but at the same time, I did see see a huge opportunity that I can do yeah. pretty much whatever I want here. Is is that the reason why your parents moved here, just for opportunity, or did they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah because um, my parents knew that there was nothing really going on back home. Um, mm-hmm. My parents back in the Philippines. My mom would actually work in Manila, which is two hours north of where right. I'm originally from, mm-hmm. and I would only see her on the weekends, mm-hmm. only maybe one day, Sunday. Yeah. And then my dad would stay home and pick up any kind of job that he can get. Carpenter, right. fisherman, farming, anything yeah. just to get us by. Right. So when we had the opportunity to come out and move here, we automatically took, that, took it right away. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. like, and so you didn't come with, your family didn't come to Canada with, like, you know, with, with a lot. No, no, no not yeah. at all. Um, our first apartment was actually a one-bedroom apartment. We were squishing to... With that your three, five, yeah, five people. Yeah, my one parents were on the bed, the bed, and we were all on the floor. Wow. And the 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 rule was never ever answer the door. Oh yeah, because they can see. Find out. <laughs> and then, like this red thing by the door, do not touch it ever yeah. ever. Yeah. If you touch it, you're gonna get beat. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was that was us, and then uh, two years after when we first moved to Canada, we bought our own place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. You know yeah. what a turnaround. That's huge. That's yeah, huge. that's great. You know, I just I just love hearing those stories, especially, you know, um, you know, just thinking about the the origin. I, I think yeah. that you know, and then kind of I love stories of transformation, mm-hmm. and especially you know, and you've really come into your own in, in real estate as well yeah. over the past few years. So yeah. Jovi has been in the office for three years, and yeah. you know, started off was like a sponge trying to learn everything, <laughs> get to know everyone, and just like what should I do for my business? And so like, can you share a little bit about that and kind of the trajectory of your business so far, Joby? Um, yeah. So, so far, um, for the past two years, I was working under someone and mm-hmm. just trying to learn everything that I could. And then on my second year, I kind of figured, um, I can actually do this on my own. Right. So 2019 is the very first year that I went on my own. Yeah. Um, but it, it's still, there's difficult times. Yeah. And obviously there's always difficult times. And right. Times, but what I've learned and worked for me so far is that just get out there as much as you can and mm-hmm. talk to people. Right. And it's a people business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, do the things that you're good at mm-hmm. and just um, use that as a leverage to kind of generate business. Right. So for me, actually, most of my... I, I like volleyball a lot. Yeah, so that's right. Tons of volleyball during the winter and the summer. Right. And so far, most of my clients are... From there. Yeah, so from networking. So yeah. from, yeah, networking through okay. volleyball. Because yeah. you have a passion for, uh, you know, athletics, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jovi, this, there's no camera here, but he's, <laughs> he's a fit guy. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously sports is important to you. Right? Yeah, yeah, sports is very, very important to me. And I, I just enjoy it the most. It's like a place for me to kind of escape. Right. And just kind of enjoy the six hours, seven hours of volleyball. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. Yeah, but you know, it's funny. I have a, I have. There's another realtor in the office who's that that does lawn bowling, mm-hmm. and he gets a lot of his clients from lawn bowling. Yeah. I have another that is in the golf course, and he does a lot of yeah. the golf course. And you know, I have another that's really into yoga, and basically all the yogis exactly. <laughs> work with with her. And so, like, it, it's really it just depends on your focus, yeah. you know. And obviously, uh, Joe is a relationship focused realtor. So, so how is the trajectory? Have you been you've been doing quite a bit better, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like actually, this um, 2019 is actually my best year so far. Yeah, your best yeah. year yet. Yeah, best year so which far. is the and you know it hasn't been a good year. Like yeah, you know, like the market yeah. is yeah was was really up and down. Yeah, yeah well, down was, mostly, and now just recently it's gone up yeah. yeah it was it was weird because um 
in the beginning, January was my busiest time, January mm-hmm. all the way up to September, and right. it just shot up there, and everyone's talking about like, oh, this, it's, um, it's a really hard market right now, it's a really mm-hmm. hard market, and I, I didn't really notice it, because I was just focusing on my business, and right. I didn't really care about that, mm-hmm. so whatever, I can serve my clients, and just kind of help them get into where they want to be, Right. so I wasn't focusing on what's happening with the whole sidetrack of mm-hmm. deals and all that stuff, yeah. but it's 2019 I think was my best year so far yeah constantly trying to grow and learn as much as I can yeah and a lot of tweaking yeah tweaking so what kind of tweaks have you made Joby um tweaking on trying to figure out where I get my most of my leads Um, right now I'm starting to like more uh jot down more and kind of break it down yeah to get deep down to where my business is going yeah what i want to so make. really analyzing the business really analyzing. and reflecting upon it right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah exactly so actually yeah 2020 right now i'm like kind of starting to plan out my 2020 yeah just, which is really exciting yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and figure things out write things down and just kind of break things up and see where i will be able to create uh, generate more, more of my business yeah so, so where where's most of your business coming from right now um like again i said volleyball yeah. is one of them and just word of mouth and just talking. Yeah. Like, I'm, like you saw me one time, I was like, where are you going? I'm like, oh, right. going back to my uh, Joey's and trying yeah. to network more. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, like, but pretty much I always try to be out there and just kind of converse and talk and uh, I've noticed that open house hasn't been working out well for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's because the way that I approach things, Right. I need to analyze that more and try to figure out how can I actually approach this because it hasn't really worked out for me that much, mm-hmm. not very well. Yeah. But all the other things has worked out, though. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and I think by by doing things on a consistent, regular basis, you understand what your, like, what the key behaviors are Agreed. for you yeah. to be able to, to grow your business upon and then making improvements there. Yeah. I always like to, like, plant um, seeds in, like, the most fertile soils, mm-hmm. right? So, for example, if... You get all your business through, like I know Jovi gets a lot of business in referral, yeah. right? So how do we like plant seeds in, in referral basis? How do we like maybe incentivize our um, our uh, our friends a little bit more to help yeah. to provide more referrals? Or like how do I ask for more referrals in a, in a yeah. really successful way? Or how do I do it where um, it's going to uh, be a beneficial for someone else to give uh, a referral? That way, just like a lot of different yeah. ways to really be thinking about it. So yeah. have you – so – um, how did the year go for you, Jovi, if you don't mind my asking? Uh, number-wise? Yeah. Um, so number-wise, um, I did uh, about 70K this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. And I did about seven deals this year. Yeah. So coming from someone who doesn't really know the city, like yeah. don't know a lot of people right. in the city, and I think reflecting-wise for where I've come from, I think that's pretty damn good. That is amazing. You know, that that is great, yeah. you know, to, you know, to... To really, you know, strike out on your own, mm-hmm. and the first year, you know, doing so, the average agent in the city does, I think, four and a half transactions, mm-hmm. right? So the average agent generally. So obviously, Jovi is above average, but we're going to be kind of expanding and growing. Yeah. And what I notice about Jovi and his clients that I've, uh, you know, I've talked to a couple of them, um, the reviews are through the roof. So, <laughs> right? Would you say like you have like you have all your customer reviews, your testimonials, or really through the roof, right? And yeah. your, your clients really become your friends, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, it's not just a transaction kind of um, deal situation. Right. It's more of like a relationship thing. Like mm-hmm. I always tell my clients this, that, you know, I'm here to help you out and actually help you grow towards wherever you're going to. Yeah. 
And I'm not just here for a transaction. I'm here for a relationship because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like you have to trust your agent. And yeah. You're making a huge decision in your life. So mm-hmm. the most that I want you to do is be more, be candid and just understand how we can help each other out and just work on a team and create that relationship together and trust. Yeah. Because when we, when I've had bad experiences where we bought our first place and there was no guidance no yeah no you know what i mean like right I no care be, yeah yeah no it's no skill just trying to get it through pretty right? much yeah, yeah. and i wouldn't want that to happen at all to anyone because it's already expensive the way it is and mm-hmm. stressful like yeah putting on to someone else doesn't really right. make sense yeah to me it's not the right proper way yeah and especially you know what happens what i find what really happens with relationship focused realtors um it kind of it's it's like a it's a it's a snowball rolling down a hill because you treat your clients so well you build these great relationships there's referrals that come yeah. away from them and you you know you 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 gain great reputation and mm. communities and then everyone starts kind of going out and seeking you so you know when I took a kind of an informal poll of the top realtors um, you know not only within our office but in Vancouver and yeah. primarily a, a lot of them are relationship focused realtors okay. and you'd think that every one of them would get would come out of the gate like white hot but a lot of them yeah. don't and oh. they take but it takes time like to, yeah. to, to like to, it takes time unfortunately or fortunately enough to like kind of move things mm-hmm. in that direction but I've seen like some amazing strides so what um, so what changes are you going to be making to your business Jovi coming um, up this year uh, this year I think more on just getting more into open houses and just kind yeah. of generating more there um, mm-hmm. a lot of presentation is what I'm going to be tweaking on too right and also just servicing the client as much as possible that I yeah. can now and just touching back those clients that I've done deals with. Yeah. And just, hey, how's it going? Like, I've, drove, I've driven by or just easy, yeah. easy conversation with them and just, how's life going? Right. What's going on? Like, is everything doing well at the home? Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have any questions or yeah. any, need any help right now? So just a full-on service that I'm going to be doing. And right. the tweaking for the 2020 is just, it's a new, it's a new year. It's a new... 2020 is yeah. a big deal. So right. I feel like now it's time to just kind of get people going yeah. and get your business going. Yeah, much. for yeah. sure. You know, it's really – so everyone's a little bit different, but I like to be uh, – with my follow-up with um, with uh, clients and I've talked to a lot of agents and learning about their businesses as well. Um, so having a real like um, scheduled like uh, follow-up system mm-hmm. that with your past clients – um, and your, you know, kind of with your database, the sphere of influence, the people that you that you have in your in your contact list. So there are three types of like really easy phone calls that yeah. you can kind of make to uh, to your clients that are pretty pretty amazing. So one is what Jovi just talked about, which is like a relationship building call. So hey, I was just driving by, or hey, happy birthday, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, hey, happy uh, Thanksgiving, or hey, happy Chinese <laughs> New Year, like you know, whatever, like just anything, yeah. just kind of yeah, talk to them, just you know, like. Not talk about like more of a real estate, just more right. like just personal stuff. Yeah, just get to know. So that's yeah. like an amazing call because, you know, especially when you're as friendly as Jovi, people want to hear from you from that different angle, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. So there's that one aspect. There's a second. It's called a service call. Mm-hmm. So a service call is what I actually suggest a lot of agents to add to their um, kind of repertoire of, of different follow-up systems. So a service call would be something like, um, let's say when property tax season comes yeah. out. Yeah. Um, so... Two weeks or three weeks before property taxes are due, you call every single one of the people in your database and say that you know that own a property and say, hey, 
Jovi, it's Mike. Yeah. I'm just calling. I just wanted to let you know um, that the property taxes are due on February 4th. And just wanted, you know, I, you know me, I don't like to spend money on uh, late fees or anything like that. So, yeah, exactly. And you forgot about it. And then yeah. you'll be surprised because it's like a service call. It's yeah. kind of like, oh, that's a nice, like, oh, the jo- Jovi or Michael is reminding yeah. me of my property tax notice. And yeah. they say, you know, yeah, I've already taken care of it. But it starts a conversation because they say, hey, you know what? Maybe I do want to, uh, you know, buy a piece of, or sorry, maybe I want to sell my place, or maybe yeah, I want to buy exactly. an up, I want to upgrade, or yeah. maybe I want to buy another investment property. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. So there's that type of service call. So there's a lot of different service things you can do. You can do even do things like, hey, just remind to if you're in Winnipeg, you say, hey, just a reminder to to like turn the water off on the outside of your house because yeah. your capstone freeze or whatever it is. Yeah. It's a service oriented call, yeah. and so that's one type of call. And the third type of call is what we call a value call. So value call is like um, bringing some some specific value to a to a buyer or seller. So, for example, you see a studio. Like I think Sarah listed a studio in like just recently. I think <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Um, and it was like, wow, that was a good. That's a good little studio. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think a lot of people would be interested in it. Yeah. So you just like call through your database and say, hey, hey I, found I found something really good. It's not my listing, but. You, as a listing, now you're not allowed to actually work on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a listing; it's not mine. But I found it. It's really good. It's be great for rental. Um, you know, maybe not. You're not interested, but maybe you know someone that would be interested. Yeah. And that's like a value. It's like, oh wow. It's like kind of like when your stockbroker calls with a stock tip. Yeah. You're kind of like, oh, and they like you, and they're like, okay. So that's uh, that's a value call, and so like uh, having a regular kind of system of doing that. So yeah. like, you know, I don't like bombarding people. So, yeah. you know, but if you touch them over the phone three times a year and you do some little things, yeah. I think that's good to kind of maintain that the relationship. relationship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. And yeah. just kind of like let them know that you're in your faith, uh, you're there for them. And just right. Kinda, like, so they know that they're, you're the guy to call and just, you know, that they can trust you. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, like real estate can happen anytime. Right. As long as they have that person that they can trust easily, they'll be able to pick yeah. up that phone and just be like, hey, Jovi, I'm thinking of actually selling. Like, yeah, exactly. Happen, yeah, it happens like randomly and just picks up and you're like, whoa, where'd that come from? Right. But that's because they trust you and they, you, you've actually given that service. For right. Them. So what are your what are your goals for, for next year, would you say, Jovi? Um, so 2020... Have you written them down yet? Not yet. Not yet. I'm actually on the works for them. I've oh, okay, like cool. Kind of jotting down and yeah. all stuff, but not not so much yet. Yeah. I'm just on the planning stages right yeah. now. Yeah, and your partner is out of school now, right? So yeah. Yeah. So, so Lewis is yeah. He's now he's in. He's done his architect. Now he's right. working for an architectural firm, which is just oh wow. Rotten third. Oh. So which close to your so place, close. yeah. It's awesome. It's yeah. perfect. He's always late and he like, lives two minutes away from his apartment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like get up, man. Like, yeah. you're, you're... Artist types, right? Oh, yeah. man, dude. Yeah. It's like, I was like, how do you sleep that much? Like, <laughs> wake up. You're like, your work is three minutes away. How right. are you still late? Like, this is nuts. But yeah, yeah no, he's uh, he's working now. It's um, He's worked out. He's worked so hard for this master's. And yeah. We were was he working when he was doing his masters? He was working yeah, as well. Wow, he was working yeah. as well. He was uh, at Urban Barn on Granville Street. Oh wow, okay. Uh, and a couple of um, jobs here and there. Right. Um, funny story actually. So when I started real estate and I used to have this money saved up and I didn't notice that it was depleting and I was stressing out to him like, right, Ben. It's like, what's happening? My money's like all going away. Right. Like I don't know how I'm gonna live. Like I have this much saved up and I'm like, and then I'm and I asked him like. 
how come you're not stressed? I'm like, well, I have not, no money to stress about, so why am I going to be stressed about right. it? And, like, it's all student loans. So I'm like, true, fair, yeah. makes sense. But I'm like, here I am freaking about money. Mm-hmm. And here he is, he has no money, and he thought I was stressing out. Yeah. It's like, that's kind of true, ironic. Like, why yeah. would I be stressed out about it? Totally. But... Yeah, he worked. Um, he worked while he was his, doing his undergrad and uh, his masters, and he, it's been tough throughout that time. We noticed that we had to fight more on uh, final exam days. Oh yeah, for sure, <laughs> right? Because he's stressed, right? Yeah, because he's stressed. Yeah, and, like he's obviously in school all the time, right. and I become like sometimes a housewife. Oh yeah, <laughs> like how come I'm not doing? How come I'm not doing this? But right, during those times, we obviously notice yeah. that it's just busiest times of our lives. Oh, and, totally. It's just so. How's he settling yeah. into work? He's settling very good now. Um, he's enjoying what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, his first uh, uh, job was working on uh, big houses in West Van. In oh wow! Okay. And then that's those are fun projects. Yeah, he yeah. actually liked that one. And then when he finished his master, he ended up working for this one. Actually, what they specialize in are like um, schools, mm. so okay. schools and universities and commercial. Right, commercial. Um, he's starting to think, lean more into like more creative stuff. So mm-hmm. more of like the housing and small coffee shops and that's yeah. what he's more leaning to. So, but yeah, he's, he's doing, doing, he's doing very, very well. I'm really proud of him accomplishing it. Right. Um, cause it's ever since high, like high school, he went straight at it. Yeah. He mm-hmm. always wanted to do architecture. Always yeah. wanted to get into it. Wow. Was yeah. it how, did you, how did you guys meet by the way? Um, yeah. So yeah. actually remember that time when I lost my job, I was working two jobs. I was right. working at Hollister and Joey's at the same time. Oh, okay. And I met Lewis at Hollister mm-hmm. and we met there. He is working. We were working together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. We were actually working together. I was working the front and he was right. working the back. Yeah. And then, yeah. Wow, in Winnipeg, and here we are, three years later, four years later, and yeah, yeah, in real estate and everything like that. So, um, you know, I'm always curious. I, you know, because Jovi dresses very well. (laughs) (laughs) He's a very fashionable guy, and so like, is there? So like, let's give us some like fashion tips for guys. So uh, like so let's like I want to hear Jovi's like GQ. Hey, I gotta know, I gotta know. Like <laughs> I don't know, man. I think just figure out your own style. Like, okay, it's it's figuring out what you like, and but the most important thing is comfortable, com- comfortable. Okay, comfort. Um, yeah. Comfort, yeah. So for me, um, guys are always. I feel like guys are worried about colors. Okay, um, and I think what they. They just have to understand it's just like just go and play around with stuff. Go mm-hmm. to the go to the store and just oh you see a, a, a nice shirt, try it on. Like right. you never know. You would never know until you actually try it on, right? Mm-hmm. Until you it's until you see what it looks like with, uh, on you. Right. So I don't know. It's just for me, fashion has always been like a huge um, uh, life of mine. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to really actually do it while I was in Winnipeg because people would stare. Why are you dressed up like that? What's right. Like, wrong yeah. Yeah. Um, but here I had the opportunity to actually buy the clothes that I actually wanted yeah. to wear and actually dress the way I wanted to wear. So right. I don't know, it's just always been a part of me and for guys that actually want to get into the style, mm-hmm. why, like, just try it on. Yeah. Just not be scared. Never, yeah, yeah, you just yeah. never know. Yeah, you never know. But yeah. don't spend crazy money on don't right. be like that kind of guy who spends like, oh I spend this. I'm like, no, go to the cheap stuff. Like, yeah. Buy the clearance stuff and just see if it tries <laughs> on because most of my stuff are clearance. Yeah. And it's like, it's just how it looks on you and right. how you feel about it. That's yeah. It. Yeah. For sure. Do you have any like fashion icons or anything like that? Uh, no. Yeah. No? no. You don't pay attention? Yeah. No, I don't pay attention. <laughs> just what I'd be you like. like. 
because the more I like pay attention, like plus they're wearing a bunch of other things that you know cost more. I think it's just right. I think just go with the flow and just yeah. put it on and see what it looks like, and that's it. Okay, that's, that's a good it. fashion tip from Joby. <laughs> <laughs> Joby's fashion tip of the day. <laughs> that, just try it on. Go for it. Yeah. Don't, don't don't be scared. Overthink it. Go for it. Yeah, that's great. So uh, Joby, I wanted to ask. Um, so you you know now your um, you know your your branding is actually quite you know quite elegant as well like your 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 website and your you know it's really concise it's really clean mm -hmm. so like did you have a lot to do did you design your own or did you get someone to help you with it uh so um i actually built it on my own okay um the thing is because i couldn't afford like 150 bucks a month on right it. Like, i wasn't like <laughs> yeah for me, I'm gonna use the most, the cheapest and free resource that I can right. to start I like a business. This. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because why go and make like you know what I mean? It's not practical. Right. For me, um, yeah. especially, and starting up a real estate, you're gonna be broke for quite some time yeah. anyway. So. It doesn't look. You know what? Your your branding does looks really high end. Thank yeah. you very yeah. much. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think I just um, it's just being creative and just trying different things here and right. there and see what it looks like and again like trial and error. Yeah. Um, you didn't have a background in design or anything no. like that, no. No, I didn't yeah. have a background in design. I just figured like a whole lot of free time and mm -hmm. wanted to use that time and instead of spending money and getting someone else to do it, right. you can do it yourself. At yeah. least that way you can make it the way you want it mm -hmm. and see if it works for you. But yeah. Yeah. It's it's something that I've always been intrigued about in design, right. but it does take work sometimes. You just need yeah. to put your time into it. Yeah. That's all. So looking like, you know, being three years in and looking back to your first year, because we have a lot of agents that are just getting started or mm -hmm. like are repositioning their business or something yeah. like that. So what kind of advice would you give to yourself? Like, you know, when you first got started in the business, you know, mm -hmm. knowing all that you know now with all the knowledge you have. I think what's the most important thing is always ask as much questions as you can. Great. Yeah. Just keep asking questions because I, I didn't do that. I, I felt like I, I don't know why I didn't do that. I, I should have done that. Mm -hmm. And that's one of my advice is just keep asking questions and talk to people in the business. Right. Um, talk to Michael, talk to Arlene, mm -hmm. talk to Morgan, like, and just keep asking those questions and be out there if you want to generate the way you want to generate business especially in becoming the first year is just reaching out to people i think and just right. go out there yeah just dump jump right in and yeah. just like meet as much people you can just right. let them know that you're in real estate yeah and you felt like you know you've had a lot of times where you felt rejected right like you know you're asking yeah and and how do you how do you overcome that how do you get used to it oh it's hard sometimes on your first year you get rejected all the time especially yeah. when buyers are like oh i'm gonna go with my friends that i'm like but <laughs> right I always say to myself, like what I always say when I was in, in bartending and serving is you win some, you lose some. Right. So there's always days when it's going to be great. Yeah. There's always days when it's going to be bad. Right. But don't like use those moments in time to just keep going with it mm -hmm. and use it as much as you can because real estate is a numbers game. Pretty much. Right. And that's, that's it. You know, we, there's an agent in our office. I got to have him on the pod. His name's is Graydon Douglas. And he taught me, do you know, you know Graydon, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet gentleman. Yeah. He's such a sweet guy. <laughs> yeah. So Graydon, he told me that Mike, you don't get paid for your yeses. You get paid for your no's. Mm -hmm. So like wow. every time I get a no, I, I feel like I'm, you know, because it takes so many no's to get a yes. Yeah. And fortunately enough, in our business, once you get one yes, everything is worth it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like, you know, because the size of the, you know, the the size of the the uh, the uh, revenue once you get a sale is quite quite great. So like, you know, and it's just how do we replicate that? How do we re put more repetition? And how do mm -hmm. we refine the process mm -hmm. to make it better for the client and mm -hmm. so yeah. on and so forth? Which is pretty 
pretty great. So, um, in speaking of kind of some of that stress that you went through in your first year, how do you deal with stress? Like, what do you, what, how do you manage it? Um, I don't do very much stress. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't. I actually, okay. I get stressed out really crazy, but right. I find ways to get my mind off of it. So, mm-hmm. um, if I'm getting really stressed out, um, being in the West End is very amazing because right. I can go to the beach and just go for a walk. Yeah, and just kind of reflect and look back so that's healthy yeah so there's times when i would go for a run during the seawall and yeah. just sit on the seawall and just kind of reflect over there and that is so good yeah it's it's crazy because like i have this ba- like this backyard in front of me and mm-hmm. so i use that as kind of like okay it's gonna be okay don't right. worry about it it always works out anyway just yeah. keep remembering to plan ahead and always mm-hmm. just kind of remember that look how far you've come so yeah and that whole entire actually the funny thing is like that whole entire signage on top of the stairs at 16th right that work hard stay humble yeah. resonates so much to me yeah because coming from where i've come from to where i am now it's like okay remember stay humble where you are and mm-hmm. remember to always look back because yeah it can get really stressful at times right but always remember to just keep looking back of how much you've accomplished and how much you've been yeah and your journey throughout where you are right now yeah and jovi you know what that's amazing and you should be really proud of yourself i'm proud of because we're able to work with you every single day you know jovi is an absolute joy and such a um like a, a huge part of our community i think you know every event that he's at and you you know if, you know, if you're at oakland or you're coming to oakland you'll see jovi and he'll see events. Yeah. <laughs> he's like everywhere the life of the party and <laughs> You know, everyone is just like magnetized. Like everyone just wants to be around Jovi, which is pretty, which is pretty amazing. And that's a gift. And so, you know, putting yourself in those great situations, Jovi, I know that this is just the start. And I, I have such a, um, you know, uh, a strong inclination that, you know, with all your, with the reflection and the planning and the organization that you're going to be bringing to your business, it's going to, you're going to see Jovi's name everywhere. And it's going (laughs) to, that's the goal. Yeah. We're like super excited for the next step. But if you can believe it, it's already been an hour. Is it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know. It goes really quick. (laughs) We have a lot more to talk about. We can do it. We can do it three hours. We can do it for an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. I know. Because we were drinking. (laughs) 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 Like we, yeah, we got, yeah, we got, uh, yeah, we the got. The forty-five percent proof. Sorry, I was yeah. listening to your podcast yesterday. <laughs> That's why I know. Yeah, I had to cut it in two portions. Yeah. I'm like, this is a long yeah. podcast. Yeah. It's like over an hour at the gym. Yeah, <laughs> so it just, you know, it just sometimes it it goes long, but you know, it's it's really it's a lot of fun, and you know what, I I I really enjoyed this podcast with Jovi. But Jovi, is there anything you want to kind of share? Like, let's say you were giving like we already gave some pieces of advice to ourselves in our future past but if you have some so for people that are getting into the business that are and i have just have an insight here but yeah like anything you want to share um i think for people that are starting in the business it's just um just don't be scared of like rejections right um rejection is part of it Mm -hmm. but use it again as a positive way of trying like okay next let's go to the next one um, organization is very very important. I yeah. think I'm a very OCD person, so I like to right. be organized. Like spreadsheets are amazing, but also I think CRM is very important mm-hmm. um, to kind of see where you are right now and just keep your clients organized. Yeah, because for me, I've lost contacts. I'm like, oh my god, I haven't talked to that person in a while. Where are they now? So right. that portion I think is very important, and just just keep going, just keep mm-hmm. hustling. Every realtor that I met from the office just said, just hang on to it and just keep going, and you'll be able to get there. Mm-hmm. And just Go and don't look look back to where you also you come from at the same time. Right. Just again, like hustle your way through. 
You know, and something that Jovi said early on really resonated with me because we were at a time in the market where a lot of realtors were scared. Mm-hmm. You know, we the, the the amount of sales that were happening were like, oh my gosh, it was mm-hmm. like you know we were really hitting a low. You know, it was ten year averages, ten year lows mm-hmm. for like four or five consecutive months and a lot of realtors are coming to us and being like oh my gosh i don't know (laughs) what if i don't know if i can do this and so you know but you just kind of like focus on your clients focus on improving your business so there's all this outside noise right yes there's so much outside noise and it can totally um it can shift your business and it can shift your mindset which which also shifts your business and so there's all this outside noise but then you know we have to focus on the things that are within our control yeah. Right. Uh, this right in front of us, like those great clients that you have. That this has, you got to take really great, great care of them, and and it's going to snowball because you have taken such good care of them. Yeah. So it's pretty, pretty amazing stuff. Um, so you know, Jovi, I just want to thank you for being oh, part of the podcast. So it was yeah. amazing to have you, thank and you. yeah, thank and you, you know what? It's me. you know, I will will certainly have you on again. So um, on behalf of Jovi, uh, so and we occasionally, I don't know if we've gotten a couple. Well, most of the people that listen to this, if you want to, if if an agent wants to call you for a coffee or a lunch or yeah, something like that yeah 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 would you mind oh yeah yeah, yeah sure um yeah you guys can contact me anytime uh six to four my number and facebook instagram email it's all on there as well yeah. so it's easy to find jovi is easy to find yeah. he's on instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah for you guys who are listening and that's what's been really great a lot all, a lot of our guests have gotten feedback that they've like from other agents that they've heard on themselves on the pod and then you know they get a connect and so don't be bashful jovi is one of the most friendly <laughs> agents so if, even if you're a new agent like ask jovi out yeah, yeah. To, like i think too as well as like i i love helping other people right so when they're fresh and you i'd like I'll give you my input and it's up to you if you want to take it or whatnot. Yeah. I always enjoy helping people that are actually just fresh off or just need some help or stuff like that. So That's amazing. Well, Jovi, um, thank you so much for being part of the pod. Thank and you. Yeah. <laughs> and if you like the pod, <laughs> I don't want to sound desperate, but I am. I, we actually just got a, a couple new reviews, so that was that was our good. So please like, uh, review, and subscribe to the podcast, hopefully five out of five. And until next time, thank you for listening to the pod. Hey. Jovi, that was good. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So get out.